predetermine your mind to success. I was asked once on a radio program to tell in three sentences the most important lesson I have ever learned. This is what I said. The biggest lesson I have ever learned is the spenduous importance of what we think. If I knew what you think, I would know what you are, for your thoughts make you what you are. By changing our thoughts, we can change our lives. You have set your sights on the goal of increased confidence and more effective communication. From now on, you must think positively, not negatively, about your chances to succeed in this endeavor. You must develop a buoyant optimism about the outcome of your efforts to speak before groups. You must set the seal of determination upon every word and action that you devote toward the development of this ability. Here is a story that is dramatic proof of the need for resolute determination on the part of anyone who wants to meet the challenge of more expressive speaking. The man I am writing about has come up with a management leader so far that he has become a big business legend. But the first time he stood up to speak in college, words failed him. He couldn't get beyond the middle of the five-minute talk his teacher had assigned. His face went white and he hurried off the platform in tears. The man who had that experience as a young student didn't let that failure frustrate him. He determined to become a good speaker and didn't stop in that determination until he became a world-respected economic consultant to the government. His name is Clarence B. Randall. In one of his thoughtful books, Freedom's Faith, he has this to say about public speaking. I have service stripes all the way up one sleeve and all the way down the other from appearances before luncheons and dinners of manufacturers associations, chambers of commerce, rotary clubs, fundraising campaigns, alumni organizations, and all the rest. I talked myself into World War I by a patriotic address in Escanaba, Michigan. I have brainstormed for charity with Mickey Rooney and for education with President James Bryan Conant of Harvard and Chancellor Robert M. Hutchins of the University of Chicago, and I have even made an after-dinner speech in very bad French. I think I know something about what an audience will listen to and how they want it said. And there is nothing whatever about it that a man worthy to bear important business responsibility cannot learn if he will. I agree with Mr. Randall. The will to succeed must be a vital part of the process of becoming an effective speaker. If I could look into your mind and ascertain the strength of your desire and the light and shadow of your thought, I could foretell, almost with certainty, the swiftness of your progress toward your goal of the improved communication skills. In one of my classes in the Middle West, a man stood up the first night and unabashedly said that as a builder of homes, he wouldn't be content until he became a spokesman for the American Home Builders Association. He wanted nothing more than to go up and down this country and tell everybody he met the problems and achievements of his industry. Joe Haverstick meant what he said. He was the kind of class member that delights an instructor. He was in dead earnest. 
who wanted to be able to talk, not on local issues only, but on national ones, and there was no half-heartedness about his desires. He prepared his talks thoroughly, practiced them carefully, and never missed a single session, though it was the busy season of the year for men in his business. He did precisely what such a class member always does. He progressed at a rate that surprised him. In two months, he had become one of the outstanding members of the class. He was voted its president. The instructor handling that class was in Norfolk, Virginia, about a year later, and this is what he wrote. I have forgotten all about Joe Haverstick back in Ohio when, one morning while I was having breakfast, I opened the Virginia pilot. There was a picture of Joe and a write-up about him. The night before, he had addressed a large meeting of area builders, and I saw that Joe was not just a spokesman for the National Home Builders Association. He was its president. So, succeed in this work, you need the qualities that are essential in any worthwhile endeavor. Desire amounting to enthusiasm, persistence to wear away mountains, and the self-assurance to believe you will succeed. When Julius Caesar sailed over the channel from Gaul and landed with his legions in what is now England, what did he do to ensure the success of his army? A very clever thing. He halted his soldiers on the chalk cliffs of Dover and, looking down over the waves 200 feet below, they saw red tongues of fire consume every ship in which they had crossed. In the enemy's country, with the last link with the continent gone, the last means of retreat burned, there was but one thing left for them to do, to advance, to conquer. That is precisely what they did. Such was the spirit of the immortal Caesar. Why not make it yours too, as you set out to conquer your fear of audiences? Throw every shred of negative thought into the consuming fires and slam doors of steel upon every escape into the irresolute past.